So, I think you all know what that noise is. That was me cracking a beer. I've had a long week. It's only Thursday, but welcome to the uh, messed up northern boy. Tell you guys a few stories about myself. I'm kind of by myself in the garage right now, but my cousin will be out here probably, so he might have a story or two to throw in, but he might just sit there and listen. I guess... Oh, I don't even know. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Obviously, Northern Boy, I'm saying Canada. I don't want to say where. I Yeah, because some of these stories might get a little fucked up. And quite honestly, I don't know what the statute of limitations is like up here. So, I started drinking pretty heavy at about 15 Started smoking pot about 16, and then the mushrooms came along, and then the bad acid trip came along, and then the cocaine, and the ecstasy, and, well, yeah, I tried meth once for two fucking years, and a little bit of crack here and there. Basically, if it was out there and I could do it without having to fucking stuff a needle in my arms, I'd done it. So I've got some pretty crazy stories. And to give you a kind of an idea of what some of these stories will be like. Um, oh, I don't even know where. Austin, what is... One that you've heard bits and pieces of. You can't even think of one? No. They probably can't hear you because you're talking like a little girl over in the corner. Nope. Don't know one. Oh, he's not going to tell any. But now I'm clean, sober. I drink occasionally. Like, that was a beer you heard crack at the very beginning there. And like it says in the description here, it's going to be me and friends having beers, talking about old stories and stupid shit we did. Uh, I'm going to try and keep everybody's real names out of it and the real towns. And just so you're aware, some of these stories could be complete and total horseshit. But <laughs> most of them are true. <laughs> I don't like telling lies. <laughs> Can't stand fucking liars, to be honest with you. But I guess, start with this one. Um, no, I don't want to start with that one. Yeah, I'll start with that one. So, there was uh, Dodge Dakota. <laughs> I think it was uh, 94-ish. I picked it up for free. Did a little bit of work to it. Was going to use it as a daily driver. Got liquored right up. This one was actually only about 10 years ago at most. I don't even think it was that long ago. So I still get out of hand once in a while, but not very often. So we're going out to the local 4x4 area. It's a big sand pit and big mud pits and lots of musk egg. Well, I probably shouldn't have been driving, and the people that were with me, I know damn well shouldn't have been driving. And then that friggin' thing with that little 5.2 Magnum in it, 
started overheating. That was why I picked it up for free is it needed a head gasket. But we were so drunk, we just dumped water into it and kept on going, allegedly. And we got about halfway to the area we were going to play in, and it overheated real bad, and there was no fluid left because it was going straight into the oil. So we pulled over on the side of the road, and I think it was me, but I'm not sure, that scaled down the concrete around the creek to go down and fill the water out of a milk jug or empty pop bottle or something that was in the box of the little Dakota. I dumped it in. That didn't help. Dumped it all over the top of the motor. Went back for some more. Did that a couple of times. Got it cooled down. Got it fired back up. And off we went. And got into the area we were having fun at. And if I remember correctly, the motor started pinging and tinging real bad. Like I said, I was pretty inebriated. And, uh, so the motor was completely pooched and instead of trying to tow it out of there, one of the people I was with decided that we should just leave it. And somehow it engulfed itself in flames. And I honestly don't remember how the hell I got back to my home that night. But the biggest thing that pissed me off about it was all my towing gear. For towing guys out when they got stuck out there in that 4x4 park, we'll call it now. Was in the back of that little Dakota and I lost it all. I'm talking like 150 feet of the big heavy duty semi tow ropes I think that was probably the biggest thing that pissed me off about that whole night and my cousin's looking at me and he's just smirking away I'm not sure I think he might have been there that night were you there that night he says he thinks so yeah it was that that night was kind of a blur there was this great big tall guy that I was friends with for a lot of years haven't seen him for a while he got back into the dope Call him Stretch, I guess. He was there. I think it might have been him that lit the truck up. I don't really remember 100%. But I haven't seen him for a long time. I actually kind of wonder what that big, tall, gangly fuck's up to. He, like me, he got out of everything for a while, and then he was doing good. And then he had a kid, and then he started doing a bunch of fucking weird shit. Actually, one of the last times I saw him would have been seven years ago. Yeah, right after this woman kicked him out. And we started drinking at my place on one side of town. And it was just beers and beers and beers. And we got bored sitting there. And a couple of the guys we worked with for uh, Hydrovac Company phoned us and said, Hey, we got ecstasy. You guys should come over. And I looked at Stretch because he's like, we should go over there. I said, well, I'm not driving. Stretch says, well, I'm not fucking driving. So these two uh, Acadian French guys from out in eastern Canada, funny motherfuckers they were, 
come over and they pick us up, take us back over to their apartment. And they're telling us this is ecstasy. And I look at it, and it's gel caps. I just started laughing. Pure MDMA, well, as pure as you can get this far north in Canada because it's been stepped on a million friggin' times by the time it gets to us, by, by the time it gets to the guys that we buy it from. And then the guys that we buy it from step on it some more. But anyways, we uh, had a little bit of that. And uh, they had some mushrooms. So we each had probably, I'll say, at least two grams of mushrooms on top of it, plus all the booze. And, well, as I'm sure you'll hear later on in another episode, that I don't do so well with sitting down when I'm doing mushrooms and staying in one place. I like to wander. And stretch was the same way. So we started wandering. And uh, there was one stretch for about probably 30 blocks, maybe more city blocks that both of us just completely blacked out, came to laughing and had no clue how long we had been walking or if we stayed straight on that road. But we were close to a clubhouse of a local MC. I definitely will not mention the name. And we had friends that were involved with that, so we decided that we were going to swing in there and have a drink. Well, I went in there, and one of the guys that I knew there was actually renting a room for me and my wife at the time. And he let me in, and he took one look at me, and he says... Bubs, you better be good. That was one of my nicknames over the years, was Bubbles Bubs. And uh, I said, well, of course I'll be good. Let's call him Cadillac Tramp, because that was his DJ name for a long time. So he went up to the upstairs area where it was off limits to the public. And I sat down at the bar. And I ordered myself a beer from one of the not full members, but... Uh, I think he was maybe just a hang around at the time. I don't remember. And I was so out of it. I talked to him for a second and stretch was sitting next to me and he was trying to pick up some girl that, yeah, definitely didn't do it for me. I'll put it that way. He liked his women a little on the short and large sides. Like, uh, normally, Five five and yeah, a little larger. Uh, but uh, he was failing miserably at that because he was so far out of it. And I remember the one guy sitting next to me. He looked at the guy that was running the bar. The I think, like I said, I think he was a hang around. And he says. This guy sitting next to me is just out of it. Should he be here? Is he okay to be in here? And that uh, hang around, he just looked at him and he says, don't worry about Dave. Don't worry about Bubs. He's he's good. He might be a little fucked up, but he's all right. And then uh, Cadillac Tramp, I didn't see him coming, but the hang around did. He's seen him coming down the stairs. 
<laughs> he was coming to talk to me and make sure I was all right. One of the other guys, because the, the hangaround tapped me or grabbed my attention and pointed, and I heard one of the old one of the other guys say to Cadillac Tramp, "Don't worry, I got him. I deal with guys that are out of it like this all the time. It's just like being on G." <clears throat> So he walked down and he sits down next to me and I'd, I'd met the guy maybe once or twice. So he sat down and started talking to me and it was like I snapped right out of it. Oh, <laughs> but before that, before we even got there and got in, we were walking down the train tracks and both of us just tripping balls and we kept thinking the train was coming, but we'd keep looking around and the light looked like it was so far back. And I got on the phone with Cadillac Tramp and told him we were coming and that we were out of it. <laughs> and so he come out to make sure we didn't get stuck on the other side of the train and disappear because, like I said, he was living with me at the time. And he didn't want my wife to kill me or him if something bad went wrong. <laughs> oh, my daughter's coming looking for me. Just give me one second here. What's up, baby girl? I am doing the first actual episode of my podcast. Oh. Never mind. Is that what you did for my phone call? Yeah. Why? I suppose you want to ride somewhere. No, I need to ride back from somewhere after me and Sign are done somewhere. Okay, well, I'll be done on this by then, so give me a call back. No, I don't understand. What? Parents, they're like, I'll drop you off here, but I'm not coming back to get you. You need to get her on your phone. I don't ever do that. Yes, I will get my daughter on the podcast eventually. What if, what if you were just like, because mom's going to see me. She'll be like, yeah, I'll drop you off, but I'm not coming to get you. And then you got to like run around getting your friend to drive, I mean, getting your friend to pick you up. Yeah, well, that's what Cyan's mom is doing right now. Annie does that all the time. Okay. Love you, baby. Call me when you're done. Oh, you're really hot. You need in. Okay, so... I think I was just telling you about the train just about hitting us. It might have been a long ways away, but I, I, I vividly, vividly remember the train guys honking and waving and yelling at us. We were idiots and having a bunch of guys out in front of the clubhouse, making sure we didn't get hit. And then we continued on our way after we left there, after that guy sat down next to me and I snapped right out of it. Cadillac tramp come over, sat down, said, you got to hang around here. When I'm done for the night, I'll take you home. And about five minutes later, after I finished, I think it was another beer, me and Stretch, we just fucking disappeared. Grabbed the little hang around. I wish I could remember if he had a nickname. I don't think he did. Ah, it won't matter. I can say his name. Little Tim. <laughs> and he let us out. And he said, do I need to tell Cadillac tramp? I said, no, you don't need to tell him. I'll see him at home. And then about five minutes later, my phone started fucking blowing up. Cadillac Trump was calling me and just hounding me. And, of course, I refused to answer my phone. But that was, yeah, I guess that's a decent little way to start this. I'm going to be going down for a vacation here in just over a week to hang out with a couple of buddies. One's flying down from where we all grew up in that neck of the woods, and because I'm seven hours away from there now, and the other one lives, holy, I'm not even sure how far that would be away. Where, 
from home. But I'm in Saskatchewan now, and he is in BC. So the three of us are going to get together, and I'm going to see if I can get the boys to sit and have a chat with me and maybe see what kind of stories we can get going on. So hopefully this is uh, something that you're going to be interested in. I'm going to talk to a couple of buddies of mine that do music and a couple of friends I know that are into the podcast thing and try and make this a little better than just talking into my phone. But it's uh, it should be good. I'm I'm looking forward to this. I'm trying to think of a way I can end this. Oh, yeah. I think I think if, I think I might have it figured out, but I'm not going to use it yet. I'll wait. So until my next uh, shit show podcast, have fun.